Welcome to Broke to Rich with KB, where we believe wealth is a mindset. B2R is a community space that promotes physical, financial, and mental wellness by highlighting personal experiences and offering educational tips to break cycles and habits that prevent you from being free to think, feel, and move as you want, being your authentic self. I'm KB, and let's get into it. Welcome back, lifers. It's holiday time, so there's a lot of self-reflection and just moments of stillness, at least for me. That's what the holiday period is about. And I think it's important that at various points throughout the year that we slow down, (laughs) like slow down and take the opportunity to reflect because that gives us an opportunity to check in. Think about the experiences that we've encountered throughout the year. How do we react? Were we proud in those moments of how did we react, right? What decisions that we've made based off of things that were presented to us or us trying to make a way, right? How do we feel about those decisions that we made, right? What were the outcome of those decisions? And then hell, would we change anything about ourselves or about the way we made the decision, okay? For some of us, I get it. It doesn't happen often or it may not even happen at all. But I would hope that during this time, you can afford to slow down just a little bit, just for a few minutes. And that you could be intentional to take the time to reflect. I get it. We busy. The hustle and bustle. We grind. We always have something to do. I am guilty of it at times where I'm either going with the flow. I'm like a robot. It's just constant movement. But it requires intentionality, if that's a word. (laughs) It requires us to be aware about it acknowledge it and be intentional. And you don't don't make it a big deal. Keep it super simple. While you're dropping the kids off at the pool, like take that time to reflect instead of just scrolling on your phone on social media. Just an idea. For me, as I take this time, 2023 is a wrap. Time has flown by. Like it's the end of November and we're going to blink and it's going to be 2024. So as I said, I like to take time, at least around the holiday time, to slow down. And I'm typically not around my family because I don't live in the same city as my family. So for me, it's just sitting in quietude. I think I made that up. I'm pretty sure I made that up. Sitting to think about some of the things I've been working on this year, some intentional, some unintentional, some that just kind of popped up as working through things. And if y'all been listening, you know, it's the three pillars that we're touching. So physically, I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to get more fit and wanted to lose more weight. I'm on this journey. I will always be on this journey. If you think about things as a habit, there are certain triggers that cause certain things to happen. And it takes time to break those and change those. So that's the same thing with weight loss. So I've been giving myself grace in that on this journey as I've got sidetracked it, but giving myself grace on that journey. So with that, this has definitely been a cyclical. I always struggle to say that, but it's the up and downs in that, at least on the, I'll say the weight part of the journey, just working, grinding. I didn't even realize how small I got until I went home in the spring earlier this year. And I was like, dang, girl. Because I had bought new clothes and fit in those clothes. I was like, girl, you look good. And I was looking at pictures. And I don't take a lot of pictures. And as I sit here and talk about like reflection, I guess that should be part of it to like sit still and look at how I have progressed 
especially with being intentional on this journey to give myself grace in that. But yeah, I got down and then just travel throws me off. And that is the area that I really want to put some effort into for 2024. Because every time I travel, I believe in moderation and maybe that's what I struggle with. So like I get a little taste of it. And then sometimes I'm able to pull it back. But sometimes, and this last time, it was bad. Like I lost all of it and just... I'll say overindulge as I feel like, okay, you can have a little taste and go about your business. And with that, I definitely picked some weight back up over the summer. And it was the bad habits as it all goes to bad habits. But again, I recognized it, right? And listen, that reflection could be anything. It will show you. So literally some of the clothes that I bought, particularly the pants, (laughs) I gained weight from the bottom up. Well, no, I guess top down and it's hard for me to gain And yeah, 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 top down. But I didn't notice it really until um, trying to put on those same pants that I bought (laughs) in the springtime. And I was like, oh, no, girl, you get a little heavy. (laughs) You're going opposite of your goals. So that to me, that was a little a check in. Hey, 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 you're getting off track of a goal of what it is that you're working on. So it went back up. But I acknowledged it and I started checking the things back in and I start simple. And that's. Don't eat sugar, consume sugar, that being candy and desserts and stuff, which is my addiction. I was, yeah, sugar is an addiction. I'm not even going to hold that. And then consuming alcohol. So before and the way I try to move is to not do both. It's either one or the other. And then even with the candy, don't eat candy all day. Like have control. If you just want a piece, eat a piece or a little small bag. Because here, the size of the bag of Skittles in the U.S., thinking about it now, like, that is a big bag of Skittles versus, like, outside of the U.S. buying it. It's so much smaller. It's like a true mini size that I appreciate. So that's what I started with. And then I realized, too, that I was snacking. So it was weird because I don't know how it started. I think with popcorn. (laughs) I would snack and just snack all day and not eat real food. So I think those were the two things that really hurt me or hindered me in the physical part, like with the weight part. Working out and moving, I was on that. I've been on it. Unless I'm in like pain, I would push myself to go. As I said, I've been intentional about the movement. So I walk to work. I walk home during lunch. If it's nice, I walk. If I feel myself getting stressed at work, even I'm, I'm about to go take a lap. So reflecting back on it. Again, checking in, I did lose myself a little bit, but I caught it and I'm working on it. And yeah, I feel good. I feel good about it. And moving into 2024, I will continue to do the same thing, focusing on the control piece of it. And definitely when I travel to not just go haywire, because I kind of want to blame it on, oh, it's because when I go to the US, I don't have the same food as when I'm out here, but Girl, if you go months without it, you are <laughs> you are okay. It's all a mental thing. It's definitely a mindset. Now, financially, I don't know that I started the year with specific goals other than a target for what I wanted my credit card debt to be each month. And that's because I use credit card for everything to get the miles and the points from it to be used in another form later down the line. So I use my credit card as a debit card in the sense that if this is what's in my bank account or this is the paycheck minus bills of what's left, so the available funds, we'll say afterwards, that is how I use my credit card. So I did an episode about credit card of using it with intention. This me personally, I have the self-control, so that's how I use it. 
So that was my goal. Y'all, I not one month have I hit that goal. And even I budget every month. And I will say that as I'm like forecasting, all right, here go my billing cycle. What's left to come out? I'll give myself a goal. And sometimes I've hit that second goal. And sometimes I don't. Perfect example, this month right here, like I believe I gave myself, okay, I think like 800 more dollars or something. And that's accounting for maybe small, like small calls from the fam asking to maybe gas or get grocery was what I was including that $800. Well, I have to move. (laughs) I have to move. This will be my fourth move in two and a half years out here. It's a work thing. So it happens. And just I'm a planner. I can't help it. So as crazy as this is, I'd rather move now than later because why hold it up? And then it's wintertime here and I would hate to come back and it's snowing. And where I'm moving to now, okay, y'all, this is first world problems. Please don't judge me. I'll have to pay for my own cleaning services versus the other two places that I've lived out here. I already pay for it lumped up into what comes out of my paycheck, each paycheck. So yeah, so that's it. Every time I'm like, man, mm, hold up. Like I'm thinking about that. (laughs) So I'm like, move me now. So literally I leave for the U.S. in like two weeks. And I think they may have the townhouse ready like two days before I move. And I'm like, sign me up. I will take it. But I say all that to say, so with that and planning ahead, I walked to one of my friend's house and was like, okay, well, I've just accepted. Like I'm gonna look like a college student because I'm not moving here. I was prepared to be in furnished kind of accommodations and moving there. It'll just be less. So I'm gonna make it do what it do as I've done is with each move and just be flexible with the one thing. TV. So it's crazy because I don't get to watch TV often, but I like to have it on to just background noise. Super weird. But the rooms are huge. So out of this, I don't know, it's like four bedroom. You got like two, you got a formal dining, informal dining, living room, like all this stuff. They give you one TV and one little bitty TV. (laughs) And I'm like, oh no, how's this going to work? As I don't like to lay in my bed and just watch TV. So I'm like, I need a TV for the living room and I need a TV for my bedroom and a lot bigger than the TV that they provide because then it'll be bad on my eyes. Think about your health. Okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. When are you doing this? So needless to say, my budget was spent on two TVs that I purchased. And then I was like, okay, well, there goes my budget, but I kind of just accepted it, but it's okay. (laughs) I say all that to say that it is a journey and I give myself grace in that. But I got my back. Listen, even as I'm talking to y'all about this right now, something that I've done different this year, and I don't know that it was necessarily a goal versus it was just last year, I opened up a splurge account. Y'all, any savings account that you get, make it a high yield savings account. You get more, uh, you earn more pennies on your pennies. So a little bit more money and you still got access to your money as you need it. So yeah, so I opened up a splurge account last year and each paycheck, I just put in a certain amount of money and it's just been sitting there building. And I didn't realize that I haven't used it. And I've made a few splurge purchases as I just expressed here. And I can pull it from my splurge account because this is a splurge. That was $800 splurge that I didn't need. And even more so as I'm planning to head back, I'm heading to the U.S. And then like just picking up some things that I know I want over the next six months before I come back to the U.S. And there's some splurges on there. And I'm like, girl, You need to go into the splurge account. That's what it's for because it's a splurge. Look at this aha moment. See how the reflection is so important in your life and what it does for you? That's good. 
But yeah, okay. So on the financial side, no real big goals per se, other than kind of target of my credit card debt monthly. I haven't been successful in that initial goal. I've been somewhat successful in that second goal that I would give myself each month. And now the why behind doing that, I ultimately to save more money to just get my spending under control. Because for me to be out of the U.S. and now I will say I'd probably spend less than I would if I was in the U.S. But then maybe it balance out because when I do come home, listen, my mama house look like a shopping mall. <laughs> it looks like a store in her living room because I'm just preparing for everything that I need. So, yeah, on the financial side, not too bad. I can do better. I didn't create any additional debt for myself. So I will take that win. And yeah, I feel okay about it. I feel like there should be a balance when it comes to finances, a balance between living and enjoying for now. Because man, listen, we can't just work. I'm not bad. Just, I'm not bad. I do not want to just work, work, work. But then also too, on the other end of it, I'm going to save. So I'm going to spend and save at the same time. And that's saving for the future in unexpected expenses. Unexpected expense, them TVs. Yes, I did not really need those TVs. And that's me being honest with myself. But then I think about the comfort and I want it and I can afford it and I work for it. So, ha ha, I'm going to make that thing happen. Mentally. So mentally, I've been wanting to sit and understand more about how I feel, just about every situation that I encounter and work on being confident and comfortable to speak up in that. And for me, that's primarily in, I'll say, intimate relationships. And I don't mean intimate as in, oh, we doing a hanky panky or anything, but like intimate as in, okay, if I'm talking to a guy and we're having a conversation to see if this goes somewhere, right? That type of intimate, more than platonic. Yeah, just being comfortable to speak up and honest about how I truly feel. I'll say this year, what I have learned is I don't have to respond immediately. I learned that with the business and in regards to like with the feelings, I've learned that I can even with that. Yeah, I don't have to speak up immediately, but maybe just kind of share like or share, maybe not share or come back to it. Think about, you know, how I feel in that when it comes to the intimate relationships. Think about how I feel about that and then maybe come back later and talk about it. And OK, guilty. It might be in text message because I'm able to formulate what it is that I want to say versus a verbal thing. But I said it, you know, and then I'm open to the conversation. So listen, baby steps. OK, it might not be verbal, but written form. I shared how I felt. But the responding immediately was huge with broke to rich, working on the brand, working on the business. Um, in the moment when faced with making the decision, I would immediately respond feeling like I needed to make a decision kind of right then and there. But then time would settle. And I mean, literally a few hours would pass and I'd be like, nah, I don't like that. Or I see the reflection part or I'll see the product and I'm like, oh, I do not like this. And I was just kind of accepted it and not be happy with it. So that made me realize I need to stop responding immediately. Definitely if I can't formulate the words of how I feel. Okay, so. I started just making a request of, hey, give me a day or two to sit with this and I'll get back to you. And I mean, that's on banner designs, working with my business coach, logo design, like everything. Just, hey, let me sit with this. And I feel like it's probably been my biggest win this year that I've been like, aha, like I actually felt lighter in the moment of doing that. Because then when I'm able to do it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yo. 
I don't know, it just feels really freeing and I'm proud of myself. There's been periods throughout the year where I pushed myself through and I worked out when I didn't want to work out. So as I talked about in the physical part, like the being intentional with the movement, um, super proud of that and empowered. But then on the other end, I listened to my body and I rested when I was mentally and physically exhausted, probably more on the mental side of things. And the intentionality of that came from when I moved back to Houston, it might've been like 2016 or so from Pennsylvania. And I stressed myself till I was sick. And I didn't realize until the damage was already done to my body. That's where that intentionality comes from. And again, it's the reflection. It literally took me probably like eight months after the fact. And I'm like, yo, what is going on with my body, with my gut health, stress, the weight, everything. That reflection was helpful for me. I will say I'm always grateful for what I have because, y'all, it can always be worse. And as I've mentioned before, gratitude being a superpower of mine, that's been the catalyst of everything. Like, you don't have to overthink it and it doesn't have to be you per se. Like, look at other people. Look at what the world is going through. Look at the person that is outside with the cup asking for money. I think about that when I'm walking home from work. I generally don't have small coins just with the currency here. Still trying to figure that part out. I'm pretty sure I'd probably be giving <laughs> more money in tips, which tipping isn't a thing out here. That's a whole different topic of just tipping culture in the U.S. But I typically every now and then see this guy who comes running up to me with the cup. And I know even with the language barrier, like I know what he wants. He's asking for money. And I just, you know, kind of bow my head, touch my present, like, hey, sorry, I don't have anything. That is me thinking about how it could be worse. Even with this move, so many people are complaining. I had a guy that just saw that I lived in the same building that he did. And he calls me on Teams and he was trying to, I guess, build a case or see how many people was against moving where we have to move to so that we could band together and go to leadership. And I'm like, no, 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 my man. <laughs> I literally told him. There's certain battles that I will choose, and this ain't one of them. It ain't that big of a deal. I still have a job. I focus on the positives of every situation and like keep it pushing. If that's the hill you want to die on, definitely because being an expat, it's a privilege. And also, too, you can go back home. If this thing don't work for you, you can easily leave. Them folks could be like, well, guess what? Let us pack you up and we can get you in the next PDC, which is like a career. Think about it as a career fair, a job fair and get you back to the house where it's no problem. So yes, that gratitude is huge. And when you take the time to reflect, that's where the gratitude is kind of going to time. When you think about your decision, you think about the things that you've been through, you think about what it is that you have, you think about what it is that's going on. That's where that gratitude plays into things. Another thing I am proud of myself as well is working on having grace for myself. Uh, I've been working on that the past few years. And as I mentioned, hopefully it kind of showed in the physical and kind of mental reflection that I talked about where, you know, I had some backsliding and not being consistent, which has been a grown up struggle. <laughs> I'll say I forgive myself for it. And I work back each time in each situation to kind of change the behavior. Right. Never giving up. And that's having grace for yourself. These bad or not so healthy habits, they didn't form overnight, so they will not disappear or go away <laughs> overnight. So I acknowledge it. I recognize that. And I will continue to work on reforming those habits. That's that grace. And that's what you recognize in reflecting. <laughs> 
Listen, gratitude is super, super important in helping you build and feel the sense of positivity in your life. The world is rough. The world is hard, all right? Gratitude improves our mental well-being. It helps you focus on the things that are going well. Put more energy into that. Gratitude strengthens our relationships by acknowledging and appreciating what it is that we have. I don't know if you recognize that, but yeah. Bruh, listen, the things that you do for people, you don't have to. Please know that. Unless you're a parent, (laughs) you don't have to. And on the other end of that, the things that people do for you, they don't have to do it. Gratitude. Now, when we reflect, again, as I mentioned, the reflection gives you the time to learn from the experiences that you encountered, the decisions that you made. It helps you become a better you, basically. And those two together, they give you more meaning in life. They bring more peace to your life. And that's huge. But can't nobody do the work but you. Can't nobody do that but you. So this season, I encourage you to be intentional to dedicate some moments for introspection, acknowledging your achievements, those setbacks, and expressing gratitude for the experiences of the past year. If you have no idea what gratitude is, how to work through that, hey, download the free Broke to Rich Mindset Workbook. It's available on the website. And principle number one is gratitude. So you don't know where to start. Hey, download that workbook. We don't know what we don't know, but we do have the power to learn, grow, and elevate. Until next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to take something away from this episode. If so, please share and let us know. Hell, if you have a story or tips to share, share that too. It takes a village and with each of us doing our part, we can grow and reach a level of freedom unimaginable. See you next week.